Hey, Wiki listeners, it's Rachel. And Victor, did you know I host the fantastic NYC Talent Show every Monday night at the Parkside Lounge in New York City? It's an off-off Broadway showcase where you can see New York's underground performance art up close. We've got weekly special guests like Colin Quinn, Janine Garofalo, Tone Bell, and lots more. Use the code WIKILISTEN for a special discount on tickets when you go to nyctalentshow.com. That's nyctalentshow.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is the Wikipedia page for Snowflake Slang. Welcome to Wikilisten, the podcast where we read Wikipedia pages and provide commentary. I'm Rachel Teichman, LMSW. And I'm Victor Bernardo, KSN, reminding you all to subscribe. That's right, everybody. Subscribe. Don't be a snowflake. Well, here we go. This is this is one of your choices, correct? Yes, and you were pretty <laughs> excited about it. I think it's an interesting page to read. But I, I also just can't stand the term. I hate when people use it, even I just don't like it. I think it's really funny. Why? Because, like, the context with which I've heard people use it seriously is just so ridiculous. I have been called a snowflake by people on the opposite side of the political spectrum as myself. And I just think it's really funny. Like, it's a really funny way to try to, like, put people down in a way that doesn't really make any sense. Yeah, and I know, and I love insulting people, but I just don't like dehumanizing language in general. Yeah, I get that. And I and I do like to insult people. <laughs> yeah, you do. You do. <laughs> but I think Snowflake is just really funny. Eh. Not for me. All right. Well, still, you were excited to do this episode. Oh, no, it's interesting. Yeah. Snowflake. Slang. Snowflake is a derogatory slang term for a person implying that they have an inflated sense of uniqueness, an unwarranted sense of entitlement, or are overly emotional, easily offended, and unable to deal with opposing opinions. The term gained prominence in the 2010s and was declared by The Guardian in Britain to be the defining insult of 2016. 
a term thrown around with abandon in the wake of Brexit debate in the United Kingdom and the 2016 U.S. election. Oh, but see, I'm in, like, deep nerd internet culture, and I've been using it for a very long time. Common usage include the terms special snowflake, generation snowflake, and snowflake as a politicized insult. In the past, it held different meanings in reference to white people. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. It's been in the black community for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude. That makes sense. We we have been calling white people snowflakes (laughs) since, like, the 60s. With, like, like the same... (laughs) Uh, meaning, like as an insult? No, no, no. Oh, no, okay. the meaning was that they were white. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> Especially a white person who is amongst a lot of black people. That Get makes it? sense. Because they're a snowflake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really funny. <laughs> Origins of the allegoric meaning. It is popularly believed that every snowflake has a unique structure. Most usages of snowflake make reference to the physical qualities of snowflakes, such as their unique structure or fragility while a minority of usages make reference to the white color of snow. Usages. Oh, here we go. Interracial relations. I, just, I called this exactly. Yeah. In the 1860s, snowflake was used by abolitionists in Missouri to refer to those who opposed the abolition of slavery. Really? I didn't know that. That wasn't what I was talking about. I was talking about how, uh, you know, we used to call white people snowflakes. But Almost know- uh, like a uh, hundred years later. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I was totally wrong when I glanced over this. The term referred to the color of snow, referring to valuing white people over black people. This usage was not believed to have extended beyond the state of Missouri in the 1800s. It never caught on. (laughs) Does it snow in Missouri? I don't know. In the 1970s, according to Green's Dictionary of Slang, Snowflake has been used to describe, quote, a white person or a black person who was perceived as acting too much like a white person. Yeah, so that's, you know, these are the usages which I was familiar with. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It even says 1970s. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Pejorative reference to uniqueness. Chuck Palahniuk has often been credited with originating the modern pejorative use of snowflake in his 1996 novel, Fight Club, which contains the quote, You are not special. You are not a beautiful and unique snowflake. The 1990 film adaptation also includes this line. In January 2017, Poliniak directly claimed credit, adding that young adults of the 2010s exhibit a kind of new Victorianism. Polaniak's claim to have coined the term has been questioned. In a short essay for Entertainment Weekly, Polaniak later clarified that while writing the novel in 1994, he did not intend Snowflake to be an insult and said it had nothing to do with fragility or sensitivity. Rather, he was consciously reacting against the constant praise he had encountered in the education system, which he said had rendered him an idiot and poorly equipped him for the world. <laughs> he said, quote, A lifetime of disingenuous, one-size-fits-all praise had kept most of my peers from pushing hard to achieve any actual triumphs, and therefore we had no internal sense of ability or potential. The metaphor has been used positively with students to celebrate their individuality and teamwork. Yeah, that's how we were kind of treated in, in like elementary school and such. So I relate to that. So you're an idiot? 
I don't think I'm an idiot, even though I did have a fairly high quality public school education. I do think that they maybe used a bit too much praise in the uniqueness form, like calling us special and all that. And then also they didn't really succeed in teaching us problem solving and a lot of critical thinking. So uh, I don't think I'm an idiot, but <laughs> but I do think that the American public school system needs some help. So when I look back at like what I know now compared to what I knew in the past and what I was taught and how I was taught, I look back at myself as an idiot, like a complete idiot. <laughs> That's what I see in my past. I would say up until 35, 40 <laughs> years old. But it's not that most people are like that. I think that I'm just part of a group of people where there's so much more to like living than what most people understand or are doing with their lives or are focused on. And so I felt like a total idiot back in the day. Well, there is a word for the kind of retrospect and hindsight that you have as you grow older in age where you look back and think you were really dumb. I just don't remember what that word is. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> Following Fight Club, the terms special snowflake and special snowflake syndrome were applied to individuals with a negative connotation such terminology refers to people who believe their status as unique individuals means they are destined for great success or deserve a special career with abundant praise and admiration. According to Merriam-Webster, in the 2000s, Snowflake referred mostly to millennials who were allegedly too convinced of their own status as special and unique people to be able or bothered to handle the normal trials and travails of regular adult life. Yeah, I used to call myself a special snowflake, but then it kind of shifted meaning a little bit around 2015, 2016. Yeah, I guess it would have. Like, I, I would say it as a joke, but then it turned into, like, a real pejorative term. Generation snowflake reference to enhanced sensitivity. The term generation snowflake, or snowflake generation, was popularized by Claire Fox's 2016 book, I Find That Offensive. The book discussed a 2015 student-faculty confrontation at Yale University between university students and faculty head of college Nicholas A. Christakis that was recorded and uploaded to YouTube. Citation needed. The video captured a disagreement regarding Halloween costumes and the degree to which Yale University should intervene over costumes which may be perceived as cultural appropriation. Fox described the video as showing a... Quote, screaming almost hysterical mob of students, and that the backlash to the viral video led to the disparaging moniker Generation Snowflake for the students. Non-primary source needed. I was a college student in 2015, and I am the age that is considered to be millennial Generation Snowflake. Unfortunately, we have that later. I know. It is very unfortunate. Yeah. The term snowflake generation was one of Collins English Dictionary's 2016 words of the year. Collins defines the term as, quote, the young adults of the 2010s viewed as being less resilient and more prone to taking offense than previous generations. 
The terms generation snowflake and snowflake generation are frequently used in reference to use of trigger warnings and safe spaces or to describe young adults as anti-free speech, specifically in reference to a practice referred to as deplatforming. It has also been used to refer to a reported increase in mental health issues among young adults. Wiki listeners, you can support us by listening to this message while you seek out mental health care that you may need, even if someone calls you a snowflake. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Thank you for listening to that message, everybody. Now let's find out whose side you're on. Politicization. Following the referendum result in favor of Brexit in the UK and the election of Donald Trump as 45th president of the US, Generation Snowflake was often shorted to simply Snowflake and became a politicized insult. A November 2016 article from The Guardian commented, Until very recently, to call someone a snowflake would have involved the word generation. Snowflake, as a politicized insult, is typically used by those on the political right to insult those on the political left. In an article from the Los Angeles Times, Jessica Roy says the alt-right in the United States pejoratively describes most liberals and those protesting against Donald Trump as snowflakes. A 2017 article from Think Progress commented, quote, The insult expanded to encompass not just the young, but liberals of all ages. It became the epithet of choice for right-wingers to fling at anyone who could be accused of being too easily offended, too in need of safe spaces, too fragile. Jonathan Green, editor of Green's Dictionary of Slang, points out snowflake is an unusual insult in that it calls someone weak and fragile without using misogynistic or homophobic references. That is interesting. Actor George Takei extended the metaphor to emphasize the power of snowflakes, saying, The thing about snowflakes is this. They are beautiful and unique, but in large numbers become an unstoppable avalanche that will bury you. Oh, I forgot he said that. Others have returned the insult back at those with right-wing politics, arguing, quote, Oversensitive whiners can be found all over the political spectrum, end quote, including President Trump. Comedian Neil Brennan referred to Donald Trump as the biggest snowflake in America. While a January 2017 opinion piece from The Guardian refers to President Trump as snowflake in chief. And CNN commentator Anthony Capel Van Jones called Trump President Snowflake based on his response to the FBI's Russia probe in May 2017. 
Kelly Haslam Omarad, senior lecturer in mental health and well-being at Edge Hill University, strongly criticized the use of the term, arguing in the conversation that it stigmatizes the mental health challenges faced by today's young people in an uncertain world and noting that even children aged under 10 have been unfairly labeled snowflakes in tabloid articles. In 2017, a U.S. marketing company created a snowflake test to be used in its hiring process to, quote, weed out overly sensitive liberal candidates who are too easily offended. Many questions were designed to assess a candidate's stance on America, police, and guns. However, psychologist and academic from the Manchester Business School at the University of Manchester, Carrie Cooper, suggests it is a poor strategy for attracting talented young workers. Broflake from bro and snowflake is a related derogatory term which the Oxford Dictionary define as a man who is readily upset or offended by progressive attitudes that conflict with his more conventional or conservative views. It has also been applied to women in the more general sense of someone who claims to not be easily offended, yet often is. In popular culture, in March 2017, the American live sketch comedy show Saturday Night Live aired a skit about a Trump-loving dog that, through the aid of technology, was able to berate the anti-Trump humans in the room as liberal snowflakes. See also Cuckservative Owning the Libs? It <laughs> is a terrible, terrible name that is also super funny. I think we should read it. I don't... Um, all right, sure. <laughs> this has been the Wikipedia page for Snowflake Slang. Thanks for listening to Wikilisten. You can find us at wikilisten.com and on all social media and on TikTok at Wikilisten. Except for X, which is at wiki underscore listen. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts because it really helps us out. Check us out on YouTube for more content. And don't forget to smash that subscribe button with your slang. If there's a particular page you'd like us to read, let us know. We will read it. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.